0: If you're like us, you can't get enough of the NRL. You follow your favourite teams, you know the players, track their stats and you love watching the games every weekend. But what if you could take your love of the NRL to the next level? That's where we come in. We've created a Patreon with exclusive content for all our patrons. When you become a patron, you'll gain access to bonus episodes where we'll dive deeper into specific topics suggested by you and answer your questions each week. You'll also gain exclusive access to the footy brains team to provide individual analysis on your lineup, as well as additional notes and content we create for our podcast each week. We're passionate about the rugby league and we're passionate about helping you climb the ranks and win your head to head leagues. So if you love the NRL and want to take your game to the next level, please consider becoming a patron by following the link in the description. Your support will help us create even more great content into the future. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. And welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Round one is upon us. It is tonight, starting with the storm playing Parramatta. Um Josh and I are basically gonna go through today all the questions that came through on our Instagram. Just gonna be a quick one today because there's not too much time until the game actually starts tonight anyway. So uh Josh mate, are you ready to go?
1: Yeah, mate, ready to get stuck in. Footy's almost upon us. So uh yeah, finalizing those those teams after all this uh, preseason and uh... Yeah, mate. Getting ready for it. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure people have been making
0: plenty of changes to their teams over the last couple of days with all the all the team lists and plenty of uh, plenty of cheapies actually coming through. And a lot of our questions are about which cheapies are the best to get on. But we will get to those questions uh, starting with the first one. How many gun centers uh, do you think it's best to go with this season?
1: I think it's best to go with zero. <laughs> um, I'm willing to just. Go cheap in my centres and spend up elsewhere, I think. I think if you're going to go a gun centre, Val Holmes is the way you want to go, just because he's going to be highly owned and oh, no joy Mino and has that good run to start the season. Um, but I think I'm going to just go with, you know, Smithfield, Alamotti, hanging out in my centres and then uh, spend up elsewhere, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to go. There's so many good cheapies in that centre spot that I think you can probably spend up in the mids or even in your halves, and that would be a much better way to go about scoring points. Uh, Another question for you, uh, would you go Cleary and Haas or Murray and Grant as your two main guns?
1: I think you've got to have Cleary in there. He's pretty close to a must-have and pretty obvious captain choice for this first round. Uh, But I think you've got to kind of get Cam Murray in there as well. so. I guess that's not really either option. I'd be kind of trying to fix my team, so or move your team around a little bit, so you have both Murray and Cleary.
0: Yeah, I I guess out of those. Sorry, I was I was just gonna say I was thinking the exact same thing. I think Cleary and Murray, out of those four players that we've just mentioned, are probably the best two to have. Yeah, I agree with that, mate. Like Haas and Grant are good and all, but like. I mean, Murray. The fact that they've had so many injuries with the bunnies, uh, Murray stands to you know get a few extra points um, from the extra minutes on the field. Same with, um, uh, similarly with uh, clearly Cleary. The fact that you know they've lost a bit of firepower in Appy and kick-out means he's got to do a bit more work on the pitch. So um, you would expect him to maybe go another step, if not uh, if not just a little step this year. He's got a bit more point, a few more points to make for sure. I think so as well. Yeah. Do you think Egan Butcher is a good point of difference option with Crichton out for such a long time?
1: Yes, I do. My only reservation is there's a lot of, mid, there's a lot of good other options in your edge position. So um, I wouldn't be... I'm happy to go with one pot, I think, in your edge. But, yeah, I wouldn't be putting more than probably one in there just because there's guys like you know, Katoa, Sean Bloor, Part-Right, who, you know, are our only edge. Uh, and I think you want to be getting those guys in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with you there. Uh, Cooper asks, if you could only pick between Elias Katoa and Josh King, who would you go with?
1: Katoa, pretty easily. Got that upside. Um, and I think Josh King is probably going to be around. I don't think he's got that much value to make Katoa does and uh yep. yeah it could be a really nice point scorer
0: yeah I, I agree with you there I still think King will do well just because there are a lot less forwards there so he'll probably have a little bit of upside King but compared to Katoa who I think will outscore him um yeah you'd be going Katoa every day especially when he's a lot uh, well, not a lot cheaper but definitely cheaper predictions on Ponga this season how do you think he'll go, uh, go in the halves
1: yeah it's kind of hard to say if he I'm not as concerned about his positional change. I think he's going to be a gun kind of wherever he plays, but um, I'm just worried more about his, his health and staying on the pitch, I think. So, yeah, I think a wait and see for a lot of us. Hopefully he comes down a little bit and is potentially by mid-season, but um, not one I'm starting with after. I want to see him play a little bit first. I think he's pretty risky to start the season. Yeah, 100% agree. I think
0: there is value in just watching him for now. I think based on last time he played in the halves, he was very average, to be honest. He was scoring in the mid-30s, nothing too flash, had a few errors here and there. So definitely keep an eye on him because at some point, I think O'Brien's going to put him back to fullback and that's going to be the time that we all jump on him. I just wonder what they're going to do with Miller, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question from Callum.
1: Is your strategy a gun hooker or a value one? Personally, for me, I'm going value. I'm going my boy... Blake Braley, he's got the spot there at the moment. So, yeah, that's that's my strategy, just going for a little bit more value with Braley in the four forward bench there for the Sharks.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm going value as well. I did have um, Harry Grant in my squad at one point. Uh, I think it was on the day of team list, but I've since uh, switched that up a bit. Switched switch to uh, Brendan Smith and Tanner Boyd as my two hooker options, like one starting, one bench, and, yeah, spent that cash in the mids and bolstered up my squad a bit more there. Fair enough, yeah, don't mind that. Uh, Cooper asked, the million-dollar man in turbo has been dropped down to 600K. Uh, his here must have from round one.
1: Yeah, we have different opinions on this. I think, yes, I'm pretty happy to lock him in and uh, save a trade for – you know, instead of having to trade him in for round three, I'm happy to, yeah, lock him in and then cop that buyer round two. Don't hate the trade him in round three tactic. I just think I might have, uh, might have bigger fish to fry, I guess, comes to that round three and just trying <laughs> to get my team sorted. So um, that's kind of my thought is taking myself the trade and just copying. you know, having to play probably uh, a can't be Era. In, uh, in, the third, in, the, in the second week, I mean. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, like you said, I'm the one that's going to be waiting until round three to do it, but I understand why you would just pull the trigger and save a trade from round one. I just know that I will be kicking myself if he has some sort of minor injury come out of round one and all of a sudden I'm stuck with Turbo and have to make that trade anyway. So I'm just going to wait just to be safe. You know, he can't really hurt me too much. Say he gets a 60, he probably increases by about 10, 10 to 15 K. And then I can be able to jump on him in round three, or I can build my squad from round two or make trades from round two to build up to getting him in round three. So I think there's no, no harm in waiting unless he scores like a hundred plus in round one. But, uh, I guess we'll wait and see, see this weekend. For sure. Yeah. Question coming through, uh, about bird. Is it worth buying him now and holding him through the buy
1: or should we, uh, wait to round two? Uh, I would, I'd be waiting. And I think even if he was, I'm yeah, just waiting on him kind of in general. I think I we don't really know. He's a little bit risky in the sense we don't know where he's going to play. Uh, he might be coming off the bench. He might be named to start in the second row. Might be in the halves. We just like kind of don't really know. It seems that uh, the best guess at the moment is that he's going to be uh, either in that 13 or 12 uh, position, but yeah, um. Yeah, we just don't really know So one, I'm not going to jump on straight away
0: Yeah, I agree The rumours are that he's starting at lock But it's a huge risk Especially with a player that plays for the Dragons I'm um, not sure that they're going to have the best start to the season So probably one to just avoid in general to start And even if, he, even if he was playing round one at lock I'd probably give him a week or two before I jumped on him anyway Just to see how they actually play the Dragons Yeah, for sure Question from Jay, is Heinz a hold through round one?
1: No, I don't think so. He's just too much money. We know he's got that uh, by round four as well. And there's a decent enough chance that he, you know, misses round two as well. We just don't really know. So I'd be, yeah, probably looking at him for a round five onwards. It's round four. I'm pretty sure he has the buy. So yeah, not one to the start the season with, I don't think.
0: Yeah, there's rumors swirling that he's gonna miss more than one week, and that worries me enough. So I wouldn't be holding a mill in your cap. Uh, in your emergencies, not scoring your points. That just seems a bit reckless. So yeah, probably probably just get cleary in um and save yourself, you know, twenty, thirty K in cash and get at least some points over the opening rounds. Hayden asks, if you could only choose between Brandon Smith
1: and Egan Butcher, who are you going with? Going Brandon Smith, I think. Just lock him in. This one you can just kind of go with the grain with, I think. He's the most popular, or if not pretty close, in the game at the moment. So uh, not one you want to miss out on in case he goes huge. And I think worst case, he he makes money and, um, yeah, he's pretty safe. Egan Butcher is a bit more of a risky one. Yeah, we don't really know. Um, Well, I guess we think he's got that spot for at least 10 weeks. But, Yeah kind of a uh, wait and see a little. Oh, I think I don't mind him as a start um, in your squad, but he does have like a little bit more risk, I think, than a, than a Brandon Smith. Yeah, you know
0: Brandon Smith's going to be playing and playing big minutes at that. Whereas Egan Butcher, we're hoping that he gets, you know, 70, 80 minutes a game, but that's not confirmed yet because most likely Nat Butcher plays 80 on an edge and then they might have a bench forward that, you know, rotates through there. So... Um still a good start, like plenty of uh, – does have cash to make and does score well, especially if, as we've seen over the trial. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's one that, you know, he's a little bit more risk than Brendan Smith, like you said. Yeah, definitely. Sam asks, is Hodgson a buy?
1: No, not at this stage. I'll be curious to see if the Eels change their team around and put a Jacob Arthur or a Mitch Rain on their bench. Uh, it does look like he's playing A at the moment, the way they named the team. But, yeah, just one to watch, I think, for the moment. And, yeah, I think that it's better value kind of elsewhere that you can you can get in your team.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it's a bit, um, a bit strange that they haven't gone with Jacob Arthur on the bench, especially considering Hodgson hasn't played a solid game of football in two years, two ACL injuries. It's pretty pretty risky to be running him for 80 and looking at the Parramatta bench it's all forwards so there's not really anyone there to to rotate him um and give him a spell so jacob arthur is still included on the reserves currently they did um have the have the cut down squad 24 hours before the game um so he's still there in the number 18 jersey and he still might be a late inclusion so one to watch if you are eyeing off hodgson for round
1: one definitely
0: yeah Alex asks, what are your best
1: cheapies to start the season? Yeah, look, we kind of talked about it um, on our TLT one. I think Warbrick, Plough, Smithfields, Alamotti, Katoa, Campiera, Dory, Law. They're kind of like the main ones that I think a lot of people have. And then I think if in doubt, look at, yeah, look at the percentages of, you know, um, players on and you'll see, I guess, kind of, where everyone else is going and these guys who have got box for round one and yeah, bottom dollar got to have, yeah, probably at least six, seven of them, I think in your team. Yeah. I think pretty much everyone's emergencies
0: should be cheapies, but there will also be, you know, three or four players in your, your starting 17 that are probably cheapies as well. I know I've got Alamotti, Talau and Warbrick at the moment, um, as my cheapies, I've also got Cartwright in my squad because I'm pretty sure he should be getting close to 80, uh, in this team until, you know, Matto comes back or, or Lane comes back into the mix to push him out of that spot. So, um, yeah, get around the Cardi party, party for sure. <laughs> yeah. I that. Jason asks, what are your thoughts on Ryan Sutton? Now Sutton's actually an interesting one. He has snuck into my spot, uh, my, my squad, um, to start this season. I, I rate him as a bit of a pod. What are your thoughts on him?
1: Yeah, I don't mind him as a bit of a pod. I've got him in a couple of draft leagues um, with this kind of Thompson injury news and just the events that are named as well. You'd think that he's going to be getting at least 50-plus minutes in the front row, which, um, you know, you look at his history, he usually scores in the you know mid-40s um, when he's hitting those kind of minutes. So, yeah, mate, I don't mind him. I think... I just don't really have any room for him, I guess, in my team with guys like Brandon Smith, Carrigan, Murray that I'm kind of prioritizing. But, yep. yeah, I don't mind him as a, as a pick there for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely one to, to look at if you're looking for a mid-pod for sure. Uh, Charlie asks, uh, would you bring in Stags and have no money left in the bank or Isaac Thompson
1: with 200K in the bank? I guess in that sense, I'd probably lean Thompson... I prefer to kind of like wait on Stags and see, see what he's doing. He's a little bit risky. Um, and the guy you can maybe jump on if he has a couple of good games and he uh, looks like he's kind of hit that form again. Thompson, he's, you know, one of the more, like he's kind of on the higher end of the cheapy uh, center range, I guess. But I think yeah. he's going to be a, a buy at some point. And kind of my theory is I'm hoping that, you know, uh, Smith Shields makes a little bit of money. And then Thompson kind of stays around that same price or maybe even drops a little bit with the Bunnies' tough draw. And then I can go Smith Shields to Thompson if he keeps that spot, you know, as well when um, Tane Milne comes back because there's a little bit of uncertainty there as well. Um, And then when the Bunnies have that good run, kind of hopefully cash in and get on some of those good scores.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm still a bit unsure on Thompson. He's not in my squad currently, but I'm I'm sure he'll probably fit in there eventually come come the start of the game tonight. His base stats from the two games he's played are pretty promising. His base stats are about 21. So, his break even's 22, so for that um for that um base he should be making a little bit of cash. But I guess it's 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 one that um yeah, you've got to weigh up against the Talars and the Alabodies, like which center uh do you really want to have? But, Josh, it seems like you've, uh, you've come to the end of our, our questions, mate. Is there anything else you want to impart in terms of wisdom for the first game?
1: Just uh, good luck. Hopefully you've uh, picked up a couple of tips from us along the way um, and wish you all the best. Keen for the footy to start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very keen for round one to start. Good luck, everyone. Hopefully round one is favourable for you, but I also hope that I am top of the rankings come the end of round one as well. So. Um, <laughs> See you next week when we break down all the scores uh, from the games over the weekend.
1: Yeah, cheers. And join the league code as well if you haven't. Um, But yeah, keen for it. And uh, yeah, thanks again.